Welcome to Lunch with Jay. We're all syncing up now. We have a new method. We're going to do individual microphones on individual iPhones. So hopefully we don't fuck this up. We're three smart guys. I mean, we're too old to understand no. technology, but... Derek, why do you have a flip phone? <laughs> I like it. I want to be able to get my texts. Can that thing record is the question. Um, what was our new hashtag? That's the new, the, the new theme? Stop sucking. So we're at Fire on the Mountain, our favorite mm. place, the original place. And over on the soda machine, there is a sign that says we are straw-free, so hashtag stop sucking. Oh. That's what we were talking about, Sam. We weren't just referencing you. 2020 by stop sucking. Yeah. I'm into the anti-straw thing. I don't think you need them. Well, I was never pro-straw. Mm. But did you ever, I mean, you're a grown-up. When was the last time you asked for a straw somewhere? You know, the women like them. My wife, my wife all the time likes a straw. You do? You really? I like a sucking. Well, you're not we, using one right now. Oh, yeah. because it's because you're going to stop sucking. Stop sucking, yeah. Um, one, there was somebody out there who was talking about well, what you need to have is you need to have metal straws, and you carry a straw with you to the restaurant. Use your, like, that's way too complicated. I know if you really want a straw. Yeah. Now, I thought the, the straw thing was for so if you don't want your lipstick to get messed up, right? That's why a lot of girls wear or use oh. straws. Yeah. Oh. But why, why do you like straws so much? Lipstick. You just said it. Oh, okay. And the sucking. Well, I, I enjoy a good straw. Oh, they're I mean, going to say a good sucking. No, all else being equal, I enjoy drinking a beverage, like a soda if I'm going to have one, with a straw, but I don't need it. You know, I'm fine to put my lips on the rim of the glass or cup. A rim drop. Yeah, rim drop or sucking. Neither one. Same thing. Sex. Uh, <laughs> um, have you ever gotten a soda at a restaurant and asked for the waiter to bring you a straw? Yes. You have? Yeah. And did he give you a look like, no, you're not woke enough to... It's called straw shaming. Straw shaming. Um, I worked an event last night where we were working with a bunch of students, and the guy that was directing the show made a mistake, and he was addressing this guy named Drew. He's like, oh, I suck, Drew. And I could not, I'm 45 years old, I could not help by going, did you say suck, Drew? I couldn't, it it was inappropriate. Everyone kind of uncomfortably laughed because they're like, this is funny, but it's not supposed to be funny, but it is funny. And I immediately wish I hadn't had s- of, of said it. Okay. Because I realized, like, oh, that wasn't probably a very good idea, but you just did, can't say I, I sucked through. Well, did you feel like they were giving you token laughter, or it was genuine? It felt, like, uncomfortable laughter, like, that's funny, but I can't believe you said that. Okay, sure, yeah. Because it's where the comma is. If there's no comma, if it's I suck, Drew, right. that's okay. But if it's I suck, Drew, then it's funny. Yeah. Or is it funny? Well, like, I mean, it's, it's not that straight. It's like... Would would anyone say that in a sexual, like connotation? I suck Drew. It would be like, no, I sucked Drew off or something, right? Oh, uh, maybe. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just being honest. Here. Funnier if that guy's name was Dick instead. Of Drew. There yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. See, man, I suck Dick, and then immediately everybody should. Mm, that would be much better. Yeah, that, I mean, that so would you're be... saying change Drew's name just to Dick, and then you guys all know why his name. Would it be funner if you say I suck Richard and then everyone does the quick math <laughs> of like, see, oh, that's good. oh, yeah, yep. yep. I see what You're you did there. You're one step removed. Good, good. All right, so we're going to stop sucking in 2020. This is our first lunch with Jer of 2020. And uh, individually, Jer and I have done a show and Sam and I have done a show, but the three of us haven't been together in maybe six months. Right. Like two trimesters. Well, fall starts. It's true. Premature evacuation. We should probably come out and tell the listeners it's the – the feud between Jer and I is finally over. That's why we've never been in the same mm-hmm. place. You know, Derek had to navigate these waters. It was, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to talk about it because I don't remember what we were fighting about, but yeah. I'm sure it was something important. Yeah, no, it was a really, really big deal. Uh, had to do with gardening. And, uh, you know, I think we've agreed to disagree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're, we're like the Bernie. So am I the moderator between yes. this the, the, the feud that's on the downside, but it still exists? Like, we're mildly uncomfortable because there's still something out there that needs to be spoken about. Sure. I mean, we hashed it out, you know, but there, I'd say there's still some bad blood probably. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Um, I don't know. How what f- irritates, what irritates you the most about your, I won't tell him Ooh. just between you and me. Okay. What is it that bothers you the it's, most? Okay. It, here's what it is. It's a little bit of an online tragedy. The commons. It's how he, he never tweets because he only responds to tweets and that's probably the biggest thing. I respond to 90% of the tweets I respond to are just Sam. <laughs> Which means is you don't have a good serve, but you can volley like a motherfucker. He can. Right? Uh, he can. I just poke the bear. Yep. Uh, a lot of stuff he he posts makes me laugh, so I have to reply just to him. Right. Are you like 3M? You don't make a lot of the things. You just make a lot of things out there better. 
That's true. Oh, good. Yeah. What had happened during the playoffs was Sam taunted the entire New Orleans Saints <laughs> fan base. Okay. Made, me, made me giggle. Yep. And you what it was? Uh, he just badmouthed the city of New Orleans, the football team, Drew Brees. Uh, In one tweet, you. Yeah, I, I kind of got everything. Yep. It's like kicking someone in the Camaro. nuts and getting both nuts at the same time. Yep. I got them all. And they were like, they didn't, these were like tongue-in-cheek bad-mouthing because the Saints are actually very good. And the, it was never intended to be seen by the Saints community. I don't know what happened. but Did it take hold? Did it take fire on Bourbon Street? Well, a bit. Digitally, certainly. Digital Bourbon Street. That's excellent. I think he realized that he had struck a nerve. So he continued to do it throughout the week, which got more and more people. So I would just comment on him like, oh, you got him on that one. and You're poking it and pushing it along. Now, did you make fun of their actual football or like character things? Well, uh, both. So it started with making fun of football, but then it devolved. Into, like I said in the first place, I was like, oh, this person's not that good. This person's washed up. Uh, Michael Thomas is a sinner. So I literally sinner. called him a sinner. And like okay. they didn't get that maybe this was a joke. Um, because I, as many Vikings fans, thought the team was going to lose to the New Orleans Saints, which mm. they did not. So that is when it got really fun because all these Saints fans who um, responded very genuinely about their uh, how upset they were at uh, my critiques, mm. yeah, they um, then I uh, responded back to them. That's great. But how many uh, tweet wars are started that way with one side making a joke, the other side taking it too seriously, and then the original person going... Fuck it, this is fun. Yeah, that, I'm gonna that mess is, with this. I don't think as many is the. I think this is fun. I think a lot of it is. Oh yeah, well you can't say that to me, and it's really genuine back and like. But I knew Sam was just poking them, and then I'm sure someone did a search for Pierre Thomas or. Yeah, probably Pierre Thomas. <laughs> How often did you type something, and before you posted it or whatever, you like stare like, ooh, I wonder what's gonna happen. One time, one time, yeah. and. It was Hurricane Katrina was a blessing. <laughs> so I did not put the comedian that out there. <laughs> Yeah, because who's the comedian that says what other town in America needed a shower more oh, than New Orleans? That's good. Oh. That's good. Save that for next year. So that was, that, was, that was entertaining. And I thought about maybe I'll just delete Twitter after this because I don't think it'll get a whole lot better. But, did um, you print it out and they put a little frame on it, put it on your wall? Like, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. How's the writing going? I, I'm not, that doesn't qualify as writing. But, oh, it does not at all? No, no, no. I mean... I mean, it's, it's literature, but it's not. Right. It's, it's probably higher brow than a lot of the stuff I write. Oh, good, man. I got this uh, comedy slash humor trilogy coming out this year. Wow. I'm working on book number three right now, so very excited. So once I... Derek and I to punch up the comedy... If you guys wouldn't mind. That'd Actually, that's why I brought you here today. <laughs> I have these manuscripts, and uh, yeah. So every once in a while, we just drop a dick joke in the middle of this very serious thing just to break the tension. Yes. And then we could be co-authors? That'd be great, yeah. Collaborators, or, or for sure. Or we just get a, like a liner note that says, additional comedy by Lunch with Jer. You know, that'll depend on the amount of work done, and it'll be purely at the discretion of me. So what I would do is if you gave me 30 pages of, of manuscript to punch up, yeah. I would read every third page, maybe every fifth page, and then just throw something in there that was kind of a non sequitur. Right. And then turn it in. And you would probably not use it, but then I would get upset about it. And then you and I would be feuding. And, and then, then we, Jer and I would be doing our we own. We would have yeah. something. Okay. Uh, I would just take out commas in places. So, like, I suck Drew. I just take out those commas. <laughs> so, it would just make it funnier. Tremendous. So, that's going to be out this year? Yeah. I don't know when. Um, once I'm done with this. The first draft of this third one, which I'm over halfway through, then I'm going to look at <clears throat> tidying up and releasing the first one and then kind of going like that. So, yeah. What was the topic we were talking about right before we started rolling on the pod? I was like, oh, save that for the podcast. Politics or something else? We were talking about politics where Sam and I were discussing the conversations we've had about Hillary Clinton where the people that say, well, she won the popular vote. And this is bullshit. And we go, well, but that's not how it works. Yeah. It's like saying... Well, we had way more yardage, and you go, but, but you didn't score any points, right. and that's who wins the game is who has more points. Kind of compares, except the point is to have the most votes. But, but it's, it's not. not. It's not. I, I get in theory it is. Election. Right. Based on the rules. No, but it's not. But, it, but the rule is quirky. Not the rule is quirky, but did you know what the rule was going into it? I dare say yes. Everyone knew. 
And so now if you want to be like, well, maybe we should look at that. They didn't change the, you're right. They didn't change the rules halfway through. Like it, you knew what the rules were going in. If you want to win the game. This is how you do it. It is fucked up. She got three million more votes and lost. But I don't know if, I honestly don't know if changing that would be better. Um, and I wish, I wish Donald Trump wouldn't be the president, well, wasn't I, the president. But I do like the college concept because of the concentrations of where people are. Yeah. Like it, it if kind of all your up. people are in California, and then that's an overwhelming amount of votes. All your people are in California. So the, the most people say one thing, then that's what happens. That's but they also get the most delegates. I mean, it is proportional. Yeah. You know what I mean? But There's it's more not overwhelming because if it's like, if California had enough population to offset the entire part of the Midwest, it shouldn't be... Uh, West Coast centric because it eliminates the votes of all the people in the middle. Like, I feel like every vote should count as one vote equally. And if more people live in California or Florida or Texas than the Midwest, their votes equal just as much as the person in the Midwest. Does. I uh, I actually agree with Derek here because I think a Californian is. F- <laughs> yep, that's why it's me. Should we hit a high five right here? Yes, yeah, that's right. It's lunch VJR. Lunch. <laughs> I, I think a person in California is worth roughly 75% of what a person in Wyoming is. Yeah. I honestly believe that because people in Wyoming generally much more self-sufficient, much less uh, pansy than folks in California in general. We're generalities here. Can we all agree that not everybody's vote matters? Should the count same. the same. I mean, listen, we, we can workshop what it is. But three-fifths, I don't know where I've heard that before, but yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, um... No, I don't know, but I think that there is something about... I agree, like, okay, if there's more people saying one thing, it'd make more sense for that thing to go. But there is something when people congregate in an area, they can start thinking one way, and it doesn't always mean that's the right thing to think. That makes sense? <laughs> yeah, I know, that's, that's why we don't want That's why we don't want them but deciding... But also, like, election. rural versus urban America, you can't have urban America making blanket policies to cover over rural America and have them expect to be okay with it. Oh, yeah. Because there's more people over yeah. here, oh. because there's more Starbucks here. Hit them with it. You guys are the other way, then. You, got, you let rural America... Make no, I think that's, high, that's why I would. college is there to They know what's out. better. They do. And, honestly, and this is from a city dweller. Yeah. They're keeping TNT drama alive. I served four years in Iowa, but I'm not from there. Um, I was an elected official. I got in a really interesting conversation one time about what if there was a civil war in America between the urban and rural areas, and who would win? What do you guys think? Rural, by far. Why do you say that? Uh, they're, like you were saying about Wyoming, craftier, more mm-hmm. self-sufficient. They're r- 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 rural or r- the rural juror. Rural, rural <laughs> juror. Um, they're just tougher, better, more down-to-earth people. Urban people are generally bigger pussies. They're the ones that complain about everything. Right. Uh, there's just more of them. But they have the money. They have, generally have the money. money. They have the, the what technology. If, what if, in fact, of a civil war, the economic system of your country falls apart because you're in war? Mm-hmm. So now you... What are you going to do? You're going to get your combine? You drive all the way to California? Yeah, how many... Urban no, you hunker you down can chew meals. up in a combine. Yeah, well, then you're not going to win. You're just going to survive. Well, it depends. I see. There's a lot of variables. What is happening in this war? But um, so you think it'd be urban? I do. Interesting. Why? Because they'd throw their iPhones at everybody and show them their tattoos. The, the guy in Wyoming's seventy-eight pickup truck is not going to make it three thousand miles to. Yeah, but the Tesla Why charging assuming- station from the urban area yeah, would stall yeah. out before it got to the front well, you're, line. You're assuming this war is fought on urban soil, and I don't know that it is necessarily. Well, let's, it's going to be in the middle? Like- well, you're right. The urbanites are more cowardly, so they probably wouldn't go to uh, maybe Vegas. Um, that's interesting. Good intersection between the urban and the rural. Have you heard of, have you seen the movie or read the book The Stand, Stephen King? Okay, so I just finished that book. It's extremely long, but it, it's basically post-apocalyptic. This flu wipes everybody out, and it ends up, the big fight happens in Vegas. It's interesting. Like, the good guys are in Boulder, and the bad guys are in Vegas. So I'm like, oh, Boulder, I'll read that. You can definitely tell the author lived there for a while. Everything gets really specific all of a sudden. <laughs> You're like, oh, Mapleton Street. Yeah. Anytime you see a guy walking down an urban area with a scarf on, I'm like, that guy's not tough. That guy, exactly. That guy is not. He's got ostrich skin cowboy boots. He's yep. not. He's not rugged. He, he's, it, five of those are worth one of Sheck's dad. Yeah, that guy could take out all of them. Yes, and I feel like those guys would turn. Just hey, I get it. You do CrossFit, fantastic. Mm-hmm. When you're out in the middle of the plains and this guy's coming at you with a 
mm-hmm. battle axe that he has, or mm-hmm. maybe not battle axe, like a hatchet. Burpees are the, the first part of avoiding the battle axe. That's true. True. Yep. You got to duck. And you got to push up so you don't land in some cow poo because you're afraid of fecal matter. It's true. Although if you live in San Francisco, you should be really comfortable being around fecal matter at all times. Maybe they're actually getting prepped unknowingly for the war right now. Well, you know, we talk about the virus that's going to wipe everybody out. Mm -hmm. That's where it's going to start. It's not going to... I briefly brought it up. In the stand. The stand, yeah. But that's where it's going to start in these big urban areas where... Have you heard about how... Uh, No, that happened. It's a thing, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Stephen King, the prophet. Yeah. (laughs) That guy makes a lot of profit. Oh, ain't that the truth? But all the homeless encampments in L.A. and San Diego, how yeah. all these diseases that have been eradicated for 100 years are all of a sudden popping up because what? there's no sanitation. And they're, what? What? What conspiracy theories? What disease? I, I didn't know this was a uh, thing. Typhoid's been a big one. Really? Yes, typhoid. Typhoid fever, as it were. Because there's rats and fleas and there's no sanitation and there's just people and shit and garbage and drugs and stuff everywhere. And it's like, eh. What are you going to do? That's a but, tough one. What do you do about that? You know what I mean? I don't have any, like, even a, no opinion. I have no opinion because I I don't know where to start. Yeah. Like, once it gets that bad, like, where do you start? You can't go, hey, you, and you. No, it's a massive, like, corral them all up and maybe send them to New Orleans and get them a shower. Thank you. Mm. See? Now you're thinking. Um, Adam Carolla said. This weekend, Minnesota, New Orleans. This is what you're going to, let's workshop some of this. Wait, is that what's happening? Oh, God. Yeah. No, you're right. I got to be ready. I got to be ready. Corolla said you get a, like a cruise ship and just put all the homeless on a cruise ship and kind of push them out into the water and just let it happen oh. out there. Wow. That is cruel. Most cruise ships end up that way, don't they? Yeah. That's true. Sometimes <laughs> they accidentally collide and they sink. That's okay. Oh, if cruise ships collided? That'd I've be been insane. to San Francisco a couple times, and I've never seen this over-the-top homelessness. I see it, but it's not. it doesn't feel dangerous. It doesn't feel... Grotesque. Mm-hmm. It exists, but it exists everywhere. So now it's over the top. You're saying, or it's well, still not. That's that the bad? reports, but I haven't seen the. Well, you, they're good now. People, you know, people are saying this more and more. Uh, well, you're not going to the Tenderloin, right? What's that? Oh man, I've watched many true crime shows on the Tenderloin. It's the worst area of San Francisco. Okay, they shoot up heroin there a lot. Yeah, which is funny because it's one of the best cuts on the cow. It should really be called the sirloin. Yeah. Or the shit box. Like, just call it what it is. <laughs> this place sucks.com. Uh, it's got its own website. I don't know. That's what, that would be a um, Silicon Valley homeless encampment. Would have its own website, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it would. It, it would have a newsletter. I, I feel like that's why it's a, such a big, or becoming a big problem. I don't know. It's because there's no easy, like, here's what we need to do. Even the people who are like, less homelessness. It's like, okay, how? And they're like, ah, I don't know. So I wasn't, uh, Dan and I yeah. went to... Dan and I went to Eugene, Oregon for the Ducks game, yeah. which we got crushed. And we were riding our bikes down the street, which is what we do when we're on the road trip. And there was a guy sleeping on the sidewalk with um, sleeping bag and cardboard, like all the signs of homeless guy. And I stared right at him. He had a beard, and he, you know, he looked like a homeless guy. And he wasn't sleeping. He was laying down on the sidewalk where there's all this commerce around him, watching TV on his phone. So how homeless? First of all, you had a decent-looking sleeping bag, right? But you're you're in the middle of of, of the city, yeah. laying on the sidewalk like you live there. But you're watch. He has a phone and he has service. Yeah, they all have phones apparently. So, I, what am I, am I supposed to feel sorry for the guy? What? He doesn't have Amazon Prime because he could have gotten a real tent in one day. So he doesn't have that. Right. But he's watching TV on his phone instead of trying to get a job or stealing or doing drugs. He's just being lazy. Steal. Right, right, right. At least steal That's what or I would do, do drugs. I would steal. What was he watching? What I couldn't was tell. He so could he have been watching? How, it's not a how-to, like, get a job. Like, he's up in his skills? Yeah, like woodworking and stuff, you know? Learning a tangible skill? Yeah. Like, how to get into trade school? Yes. So this, this is interesting. How to code. Yeah, there you go. He had a laptop, but it was made out of cardboard and sticks. <laughs> this evolves into something that I've been thinking about a lot. <laughs> Wiffy? Do you know the password? So, like, that, people complain a lot about um, how bad things are, at least to me. And I don't know, I don't feel like things are that bad if you look at, I don't know, any of the metrics out there. But also, um, yeah, you... 
regardless of what's going on, aren't you kind of in charge of you? I know this gets to be like some sort of, this is what your dad would say and everything, but I'm just like, even if the guy you want to get elected, or gal, ladies, uh, gets elected, you still got to go to work. You still got to go to the grocery store. I, I don't, I, I'm thinking it matters less and less what happens in a building in Washington, D.C. That's what I, in Washington, D.C. or anywhere uh, else. I, I 100% agree. I have friends that are opposite of everything that Donald Trump is about. Yeah. Whether it's, sexual lifestyle or race or economic status they're the opposite of him and all they do is complain about how he's trying to take them down and ruin their life and i went your life's pretty good right so what what, what's what's the damage it's all theoretical until he starts coming after your group and even then i I think he has other things to worry about well even then is he showing up at your home or are you just are you logging on and letting this in you're fine i mean i think it's you get swept up in that narrative but also you're, you're driving a BMW. You're okay. Oh, what, you're what, doing better than I am. Now, Jeremy is our resident liberal. So what does he think? No, screaming you're the liberal, most liberal. For sure. Yeah. I don't know what I am. I don't know what I, I want to know what you think about this, being that you're the resident screaming liberal. Oh, he is. He. You should have seen him at the inauguration, down on his knees, yep. yelling at the sky, No! Did you see that meme that was out there about those uh, six-year-old girls that were at some women's liberality saying, fuck Donald Trump? Oh, no. They're six years old. Oh, no. And Corolla brought up, he's like, but these pe- these kids still believe in Santa. So oh. how can they? Ha- how can their opinion oh, really matter? I know. No, that's just terrible. Anyway, Sorry, let's go back to talking about you, Jerry. Yeah, what do you think? Let's vilify you, you yeah, no, in your I, liberal I, lifestyle. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Suck, oh. Drew. <laughs> Too bad not one of us is named Drew. Um, so how do you feel about Sam and I's somewhat conservative viewpoints interfering with your liberal lifestyle? Um, it really doesn't bother me because you guys are my friends. Is, we can have different thoughts. Is personal responsibility a conservative value? Because I feel like when you say it that way, that means like liberals don't feel like you need to be responsible for yourself. No, I don't feel that way. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's... Same thing we talked about before. The majority of people are good people. The majority of people feel like you take care of yourself. Yeah. It's just the fringes. God, you're right. That, 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 the heads and the tails. The loud ones, yeah. I feel like a lot of times the liberal people that speak the most, what it is is that they want you to take care of them, which means either respect what I'm doing or go out of your way to adjust for my lifestyle. Right. Whereas conservatives are like... You feel like the majority of people don't care, though. Exactly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of me. Just like we were talking about the homeless people. What do you do about that? I would go out on a limb, and the majority of homeless people are homeless by choice. You think so? I feel like it's a lot of mental illness and PTSD. I mean, they choose to have mental illness. I think it's what Jared said. And and by the way, I have no idea. That's just my feeling. But like, um, you hear the stories of people that want to get help. They're not on their cell phone. Oh, you said aren't homeless by choice, or you said are homeless by choice. Oh, interesting. See, uh, my... Uh, but I also agree that there's a lot of mental illness in there, too. You'd think there'd have to be, and drugs. Yeah. Because I think that if you're uh, homeless by circumstance, all you're doing, let's say you lost your job, you lost your house, that, that, that all you're doing is trying to work your ass off to not be homeless anymore. Yeah. So those people are only homeless for... Because they usually are, like... Working, or trying to work, or stealing. Yeah. Or stealing. Yeah. For sure. I think that the career homeless that are literally in the middle of the day just hanging out under the bridge, taking shits in public, there's something going wrong. Career homeless. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I know one of those guys, and I think the problem, he's on this corner by by my job. He's been there for five years at least. And I think one of the problems there is that he gets money. Let's not forget, home is where the heart is. So if he stays at home, he's at home. That's right. Is that a stew commercial? Is that a slogan for like a stew? Home is where the heart is. Yeah, I don't remember that one either. But, like, if you're making decent money, I don't know what that number is, but if people are giving you enough money to survive, I don't know. Maybe that's why it continues. Because well, How about pri- those concepts of pride and shame? That's a weird one. Yeah. That's one I, I don't. And that's why... I, why did you look at me when you said shame? You, looked, you said pride? Well, because when I looked at Sam, he kind of did, like, that, the head twitch. Like, uh, look over this, there. This fucking guy. This, uh, talk to the liberal. When you say pride, look at me. When you say shame, look at him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys uh, do you guys have political conversations with your wives ever or not? Yes. Yeah, you I do? have political conversations with your wife all the time. Oh, my wife? Yes. Good. Yeah. Now she's not that. Uh, sometimes she's not that interested in it, and we kind of believe the same things. So I don't know. I'm much more like this is fuck. Can you just dance it? And she's like, yeah. 
Like, All right. <laughs> Do you feel like she's actually listening to what you're saying? And she's ah, like, oh, no, this shit again? No, that's an excellent point, yeah. When you start with Kristen, I got something to say. She's yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Well, she starts counting her teeth with her tongue. Yeah. <laughs> we you are right. Yeah. 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 What about you and Lori? You guys talk about political stuff? That would affect your kids? Not as much as I do, but she thinks he's a fucking moron, too. So, Like, I agree with both of you. I say what, whoever is elected doesn't really change your life. So why not elect someone who's at least somewhat of an adult? That's how I Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we fucked up. So when are you going to run? He's running. I mean, not actually <laughs> run. I mean, for, for political office. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you still on keto or are you off? Uh, I'm back on right now. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. But I cheated, obviously. So. Yeah, I thought I saw yeah. some toxins. Some toxins. You seem so much happier when you're doing that. Uh, when I'm doing it, I feel better. Yeah. Oh, when, I, when I'm on keto but I cheat, I feel a lot better. Hell yeah. Yeah. And we won't tell you. Right. So you're good. Yeah. Um, like, is it you do it for a while and then you go off it for a while and on for a while? Okay. So I went off during the holidays and back on afterwards. It definitely felt, my body felt worse. Joints hurt. Oh, joint pain, you say. Interesting. So, uh, do you guys find that you have more stuff as the older you're getting? Because obviously that's going to happen, but when does it kind of kick in? Mm. Like, 40, it was literally 41 years old. Like, really? When I turned 40, everybody was like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel great. As soon as I turned 41, I was like, felt yeah. Hmm. Like getting up in the morning took you an extra 10 seconds to stand up out of bed. This is going to happen, Sam. Oh, yeah. Well, even at 20s to 30s, the biggest thing was, for me, like hangovers and like recovery, just recovery time from anything. But you used to be able to go like a few nights in a row hard. Okay, didn't get that much sleep. That's fine. Whatever. I'll get a... Now it's like, no, no, no. Especially waking up early with the baby. Whew. And does it scare you when you're on the cusp of a hard night of drinking? You're like, ooh, I got to... I, I can't do that. Yes, I think about it. Mainly because waking up early, I, if right. I have to get up early, that's right. like, okay, this is going to be... Were you a good sleeper before? Like, did you go to bed early, wake up early? Well, how's early for the baby right now? In the fives? Yeah. Yeah. He's, we're pushing him back slowly, but he got all messed up over the holidays, so he's been in the fives since then, and it's like, ah, uh, it's tough. I mean, if you can go 10 to 6... Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? If your life could shut down from 10 to 6. Oh, dude, he goes 7 to 5, 45, 7.30. No, it's pretty good, but, you know, once you get that, you want more. I'm like, yeah, let's get into the sixes, buddy. Come on. At 7, you go, oh, I got some time to myself now. Exactly. And you push that to 11 or 12, and then you're yeah. like, oh, shit, 5 comes really quick. Right. We accidentally had people over for New Year's Eve. We just got back into town, and one thing led to another. And I was like, and it was my day the next morning. And I was like, okay. Party's over at 12.05, everyone. <laughs> Don't got to go home. You just can't, just can't stay, stay here. here. Can we go back to accidentally people showing up at your house on New Year's Eve? Well, it, it, uh, we had invited them, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Door we're was like, open. Let's open our doors. Here is a wreath and a cornucopia of gourds. You go to the bathroom, you come out, and there's eight people in your house. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. This happened to me. What? When the kids over Christmas, not exactly how you laid it out. But, Not homeless people. Uh, we were all getting ready for bed, and my oldest son went downstairs to do something. I assume he was getting a snack or a glass of water, and he comes back up and goes, there's somebody here to see you. And it was 1030 at night. Wait, when was this? This was two months ago. Okay. A month ago, whatever. And I was like, uh, what? I went downstairs. I walked down my stairs, and like as you come down the stairs, the front door's right there. I walk around. I turn on the corner, and right there is an old woman what? in like uh not pajamas but like pajamas and then like a, a, a house coat like she mm. went out to get the mail christ and it w and she was like really old and really kind of a like a gaunt face yeah. almost like a, a not a ghost but like a like a scary old woman i was like yeah, ah! yeah why and, wouldn't you and so apparently Somebody... we were upstairs getting ready for bed this woman had severe dementia like severe mm. and she was visiting her family like two blocks away oh. had walked out the house right. and was just walking around and saw our light on walked up the door knocked on the door and my 11 year old opens the door and this lady goes hi and he just lets her in <laughs> so huge life lesson right there for that kid so we had to wait oh. compassion is a huge life lesson <laughs> you scolded him for help well we want him to be on the conservative side of fuck everybody except ourselves. Yeah, fuck ourselves. everyone who doesn't have money. Now, right. if that woman pulled up in a Rolls Royce, then right. we can let her in. If she, so she wasn't white, is what you're saying? Oh, she was. Oh, okay. It's Very bolder. White. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How far can we really? She, go would, she wouldn't be out into the city limits. Wait. So what happened? So I sat her down and I was like, "Well, you know, whoa, wait. 
I thought she was outside the door. No, no, she was in, no, she's in our the living house. room. Standing in the living room, totally stationary, like a creepy, scary old lady that was going to put a hex on me or throw her cat at my face. That's terrifying. So I had her sit down, and I tried to be like, you know, where are you from? Why are you here? That kind of thing. Like, and then I realized, obviously, she, that, at that point, you realized she had some issues. She was cuckoo, and there was nothing I could get from assaulting her. So I'm like, just sit down. Let's try to figure out where you belong. Because there is a homeless shelter, like, maybe a mile from our house. So mm. maybe, but she wasn't dressed like a homeless person, because I was just throwing her ass out. Yeah. Um, like, so we kind of figured, and eventually we just called the cops, and they came out and picked her up. Oh, okay. But it took sense. a long time. When did you find out she was a couple blocks down? When the cops showed up. They figured out what her name was. They did a search. And they, at some point, the cops like, we don't need you to be part of this anymore. We'll take her outside. They put her in an ambulance, and then who knows what happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what, what happened in between when you called the cops and when they showed up? How does we, that Well, we had to kind of entertain her, because yeah. you can't just go... Well, the cops are coming. Go outside. Did you make her a drink? <laughs> nope. Did you let her shoot something on Netflix? <laughs> yeah. I gave her a foot rub. Um, she had those toenails like in Dumb and Dumber when they, they were like with the sand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but she, I mean, she clearly couldn't have a conversation because at one point she was from Maryland and then she was from Minnesota and then she's from down the street. So a total whack job. Yeah. So, it's like, how do you feel about the Vikings? Her the same amount of vote as someone in California. <laughs> she said Kirk Cousins over and over again. It's, it's Kirk Cousin, she's like, I think it's Kurt. So we argued about that for quite a while. And the police come, you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We got to figure this out. Yeah. We're almost done here. Yeah. So that was super creepy. I don't that, know. What... No, that's insane. To see someone just standing in your house when your kids are there, just ugh. Now, what if it would have been an aggressive male? Like, uh, how that would have changed the dynamic? Had I, had you, I walked around the corner and saw a strange man there, would I have been more aggressive? Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here versus a harmless old woman? Who was actually pretty scary looking. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Do you do uh, selfies? <laughs> no, if it, there's no pictures, it didn't happen. So we're not. That's true. Maybe I just made all this up. LG afterwards. Um, we had a lesson of like, don't ever open the goddamn door. Well, you were home. I know, but it's 10:30 at night, and da 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 da. da. Mm-hmm. So we, it was a, a valuable life lesson that had it not happened, we wouldn't have had that conversation. But he's also 11. He should be smart enough to know. Oh, hi. 10.30 at night. Yeah, come on in. Well, but there is a compassion aspect to it, like Jer did say. Uh, lunch wait, versus wait, wait. Whose Jer. side do you want? Well, lunch versus dare. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. So, well, yeah, no, it's a good lesson, but especially, how about him saying that it was a woman? I mean, that probably... But he didn't know that when he opened the door. Oh, Because no I remember our, our, our front door has that, like, fog glass. Mm-hmm. So he just heard knock, knock, knock. My parents are home. It's not that big a deal. I'll open the door. Yeah. And the lady probably just... Walked right in. Yeah, probably. Okay. But again, if it was... We ordered pizza? Open the door. Yeah. Yeah. What a surprise. This is great. What if it would have been a guy who was... He just kind of pushes his way in. You'd all be dead. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, at least... Real possible. At least Gavin would be dead. Well, let's come up with a contingency plan if that happens again. Because it probably will. Do you have a gun? Don't have a gun. Do you want a gun? I don't don't own a gun. No. Do you want to? We get the mics from you. That's actually a good question. <laughs> maybe we after, need to do an in memoriam episode. <laughs> maybe after the show today, everyone takes their own mic home. Okay, but then right. next time we do a show and you don't bring your mic, then yeah, it has to be well, shame. We, forgotten the mic, but you. Just so you know, we should. That's true. It's true. We've never Not forgotten one time. the mic. We should think about decentralizing mic control, <laughs> just in case you die. Um, good point. It's kind of like uh, the vice president and the president don't fly together. Uh, you can't have all three mics together, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. If you get one, Pence. you forget them all. Yeah, we really gotta, we really gotta protect Pence. I've been in charge of all this, and I don't know if we all voted you to be in charge. Maybe I'm getting tired of being in charge. Not very democratic. Yeah, that's true. Well, he does most of the work. Yeah. By most, you mean all? Well, I posted to the website. Oh, that's true. What does Jerry do? <sighs> he lends his likeness. It's talent. The talent. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you should have a gun in case it happens again. I have the name. I'm going to keep saying gun. Yeah. I, what? Nothing. He wants us to have guns. Gun. Uh, I, have, I have the name, the idea. I picked the location. What else do you want me to do? Location scout. Location, gun. location, location. Gun. Um, let's talk about location based on uh, you, how you were selling some of your business at a location that Sam was familiar with in relation to drugs. So, uh, oh, yeah. Gun. Part of my job now is selling background checks and drug screens. And Sam had to go, not, I don't think you guys use us, but he had to go do a drug screen for his current job that he's already been employed there for multiple years. Yep. 
and uh, re-screen. And he uh, actually showed up to a place where it looks like they would actually sell drugs. So, yeah, it was me and a bunch of people who did not look like me taking the drug tests. Think about it. If I was a drug dealer, I'd go somewhere and hang out with a place like that because you know those people. It's probably going to be a user. Yeah. You go to where your audience is. You get them while they're leaving. It's like hanging out outside of a fish concert with burritos. When they come out of the thing, they're going to want the thing. So after coming out of the drug test, what's the first thing you're going to want? A drug. And you've already taken the test. A burrito. No. No, not a burrito. (laughs) Or a burrito. I got everything. I got weed. Yeah. I got Mexican food. You open up that. No. You have the dildo full of urine going into the drug test. Yes. The what full of urine? The the, the whizinator. Yes, thank you. The you original dildo whizinator. full of urine. Yes, Ontario oh. Smith. Look it up. Very very. I, uh, I remember the whizinator, but I, yeah. I didn't realize it was a like like. Well, a it's essentially no. It is a fake penis uh, that has a bladder. You'll have to see the penis come out of your pants. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a double dong? Like, what what do you do with your? Is it go around your existing? Yeah, it penis? must get tucked in. I don't know. Yeah. Or you just shove it up your keister. Tuck it. Okay. Or you dress to the right, and you and you uh, have your wizard to the left. Interesting. The the lengths you go to. Lengths, literally. Yeah. Well, it's the NFL, so. It's true. It's true. There's no micro penises in the NFL. There's uh, no a, way. Uh, a uh, comedian named Joey Diaz told a story about he used to have to beat drug tests in Boulder, actually, and he. Uh, he would take pool cleaner, like, and put it on his dick, and then, like, when he would pull his dick out to pee in the cup, like, the pool cleaner would sprinkle in there, and that would like zap the whole test. And, and they're all always pissed because it always came back inconclusive or something. They're like, "We're gonna get this guy. He's up to something." And then, like, the person he was talking to was like, "Wait, pool cleaner on your dick?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I got scars." <laughs> totally. Worth yeah, it? I don't know. I can't imagine you get anything inside. When you were a little kid and you would clean your stuff, did you ever get soap inside the top of your penis and it would burn really bad? No. It never happened to you? When you were a little kid, shut up. This happened last week to you. Oh, you were into something. When you start pulling on it, when uh, you're using soap and the soap gets in the top, that shit burns, man. <gasps> yeah. Can you imagine pool cleaner? Mm. No. By pool cleaner, you mean like a Mexican gentleman. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Hispanic. Yes, gentleman. exactly. This story ends up with him sleeping with a one-legged woman. It's worth checking out. It's actually very, very funny. Don't yes. <laughs> yes. End of his penis. Inside of his pants. Uh, don't we have a friend that has a good Mexican um, restaurant story lately? Oh, yeah. Should I tell it on the podcast? Is that okay? Okay, so our friend John. <laughs> We're going to call him John. John. Works at a Mexican restaurant, sort of. Should we change it to Italian restaurant? Although it's not the nope, same. No, because, yeah, that'd be weird. Well, we, no. Anyway, there, a woman from the restaurant began contacting him uh, via text message, and she was very attractive, he thought. I believe the way he put it to me was she has an ass you could hang a picture on. So, um, what does that mean? Whatever that, I don't know. Like a tattoo of, of Mary Mother? Uh, Mother Mary? It's okay. an empty frame of an ass. So, um, oh, it's got a lot of dimples where you can just like wedge <laughs> a nail into it and just hang. None there. of these are good, no, at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's very hairy. <laughs> That's just that end of the velcro. Her, ha- her ass is as big as a refrigerator, okay, it's magnetic. Ref- <laughs> it's a magnetic white, there's a lot of dried seminal fluid on it that acts as an adhesive. It's a wall, uh, I don't know, yeah, a wall, yeah, flat, yeah, flat ass. Got that flat Wall. ass. Uh, shelf ass. Describe. You'd be excited about a flat ass? I did see an ass that looked like a shelf one time, and we still call the woman shelf ass. I mean, it was almost like she had ass implants. She actually might. It was like back and then boop. Yeah, insane like That's that. not good. No, I mean, it was all right, but yeah. You don't really want to be known for a body part, even if it is huge hog. Oh, like, we, you're known in circles for a body part. Because. How big can the hog be? Because at some point, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. At some point, it just it just becomes. I mean, it's not even that big when it's not going to be comfortable for the woman. I mean, if you got a twelve inch dick, uh-uh, you don't need it. I you feel do not like need it. You're going to get turned down more than you're going to be like, whoa. Because right. the, the kind of gals that get into you just because you have the massive hog are like biker girls and well, porn stars. But like, but you're already there anyway. If right. you're already she's seeing the dong, you're already naked. So something's going to happen, right? What if she was just like, nope, too big? What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. Good question. See, I think that 
yeah, see, so here's what my experience is that they, the awkwardness that would be like, oh, no, forget it. Like, let's just get this over with. Yeah, Fine. I think so. Fine. She'd be like, maybe it'll be pleasurable. Just get it over with means me getting it over with, yes. which is what I was going for in the first place. Yes, exactly. So everybody wins. Really, really, I win. You never want to hear, is it in? That's, yeah, I'm that's, done. Yeah. <laughs> Night, Lois. I'm actually putting my shoes back on. Beat you, bitch. Yeah. All right, so... He's working at a restaurant. Oh, he. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. There's a uh, lovely woman, uh, Rosa, and she spoke no English, so she began texting him in Spanish. And James John was interested <laughs> in John. John. Jacob Jingleheimer was Schmidt. interested in uh, this woman, so he uh, didn't think about, or he didn't let it stop him that he spoke no Spanish. He began translating her messages in Google Translate, and then. Taking what he what he wanted to say back, putting that into Google Translate, and responding in Spanish. Yeah, the whole thing was in Spanish, although he knew not a word of Spanish. This is fantastic. Um, I see him a few weeks later. I said, "Hey, how'd that go with uh, Rosa?" And he said, "Well, I started to get suspicious. She had a boyfriend. Something's got lost in translation, but whatever. I looked into it a little bit more. She doesn't have a boyfriend because she's married." Ah, okay. So it didn't go anywhere. Okay. Anyway, so they're still together. Yeah. Is really she does not have a boyfriend. So that's a win. Maybe she was looking for a boyfriend. Instead of saying, I have a husband, it was, I'm looking for a husband. Yes. Or I have a husband, but I need a boyfriend. Right. Right. She's a collector. This is interesting. It's a cultural thing. You know, it's it's no big deal. I believe cultures. they call it machismo oh. from the male standpoint. Oh, uh, yeah. What is it? From, uh, shechismo? Ma- I don't know. Shishishishido. Machismo? No. I, I saw a guy vaping on the way here. Um, and that's like, I see that a lot lately. And my thought was... That must be really addicting because you know it's not good for you and it doesn't look cool at all. Smoking looks cool. Yeah. You look cool if you're smoking a cigarette. You're like sucking on a computer and then you're Puff the Magic Dragon yeah. billowing smoke out of your face like an exhaust pipe. It's, it's embarrassing. And yet I see people doing it in their cars all the time, probably because they don't think people are watching, but I am. So I don't know. I wouldn't vape. Have you ever talked to someone and asked them why they do it? No. No, I don't talk to those people. You don't? Yeah, no, I try to avoid them. We should talk to those people. Yeah. Have you ever seen it like at a stoplight and you're parked behind them? All of a sudden you just see a cloud. Like, Oh, yeah, the big cloud. More smoke. That you're like, how does that? Is there 97 clowns in there all smoking? Yeah. Oh, it's one dude. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the vaping, it's like a highly concentrated smoke. It's really thick for some reason. I don't know. Is that, and do they like let it kind of eke out of their face? Like sometimes when Probably. someone smokes, they yeah. just go... Yeah, yeah, you get that raging bull thing for sure. Yeah, at least with cigarettes, like there's a cool factor. Yeah, there's some redeeming factor. It looks cool. I don't know. Not and it's not, relaxing. Not, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're not. You're sucking on a piece of tobacco like an American. God. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, our country was founded on tobacco when you yeah. think about it, and slavery and stuff. And subjugating so. Indians. Yes, and women. And really, everyone. Really. Yeah. yeah. So really, we're three devils sitting in this table. First of all, we've eaten the flesh of animals. Yep. We've uh, disparaged the homeless, the less fortunate, the liberals. Sorry, Jer. We have. We've talked about how we don't care about straws. We're not recycling anything. Do and we all drove here separately. No carpooling. That's true. Do you still think the Redskins should keep their name? Yes. Uh, see, there's another one. We've talked about this yep. ad nauseum. I don't know why you wouldn't just change it. Who cares? Right? Well, then who, if who cares, then why, no, 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 why change it? No, because people do care people. about, well, somebody allegedly, I don't know, cares people. that they do have the name and finds it offensive. Who cares if your football team is named thing A or thing B? It's just like, just make them the otters. Otters would be sweet. Be really because cool. Because it's, my, my argument, not, Ah, yes. yes. It'd be the NFLotters.com. Or a oh, lodge yeah. for otters. Oh, yes, the lodge. They don't even have um, lodges. My argument a lot of times with those things is, but that thing already is. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying to change my thing to some other arbitrary thing because who cares? Well, if it, who cares, then just leave it the way it is. Also, I will contend that it is its own thing now. Yeah, I mean, that's true. When it's you like say it doesn't mean... Nobody thinks of... Are you talking about Native Americans? Yeah. Because no one says that anymore. Yeah. yeah it's like what its is, own thing. It, it is. It's true. If it's it was like, Dirty Engines, that would be more offensive. Don't change the name. Change the logo. Put a potato on there. <laughs> the red skin potato. Yeah. Red skin potato, and it's no longer a race. This is why you're the name on the on the podcast, Jared. So, like, 
Instead of that Native American logo out there, you just put a potato on there with some feathers on it. You're still the Washington. Did, did the Cleveland Indians change their logo? Just like a C or something? Yeah, because that sucker was something else. I mean, I'm surprised they got away with that as long as they did. I don't know. Yeah, I just think it'd be cool to have another new team name. You know, I don't know. Most of the new ones suck. They'd but, have to name it something good. But I feel like they're dug in now. Like when you had the Washington Bullets, and now they're the Washington... Wizards. Wizards. Yeah. That's terrible. I know, but nobody cares at this point. Okay, but how about, how about the Los Angeles Lakers? Makes no sense, but now right. they're their own thing. I mean, you it's change its own it. thing. Most no. people don't even know why they're called the Lakers. No, it's true. But, so, Utah Jazz. But if... I think I really like the jazz that comes out of Utah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a great region for jazz. <laughs> the Mormon jazz movement is huge. LDS jazz movement is huge, and I think it's just shown a spotlight on that jazz movement. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Lakers in L.A. A lot of people looking for the lake. Yeah, can't, there's like there's like there's one really big lake here. It's odd. If what? you changed it in 50 years, then no one would remember and no one would care. You know, we'd all be dead. It's tough to say. I might be alive. You guys would be dead. <sighs> Maybe we'd be killed by a redskin, and that would be ironic. Whoa, indeed. You know, true that. I've been reading about the, the uh, battles that they had. I, I, I love having you as a friend because you can read and then you can just give me the cliff notes. No, nah, I don't read that much. I just talk about everything I read. I like think. A million times percentage-wise more than we do. You guys don't read at all, right? Never. That's it. But you don't, don't read like read articles, right? I don't mean, but you, you don't, it doesn't have to be books. You read like articles, right? Not like that if often. No? Not, no really. not even? Okay. News? Yeah, I read the news. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly I read what you write, either a book form. It's good. Happy to have you. You're going to love content. Oh, God. What if Sam started, what, what if that? Sam yeah, started charging a nickel for every time someone read or responded to his tweets? So it's a way to monetize his cleverness. Yeah, they're trying to do that now. It's like, uh, like Patreon is kind of like that. But then kind of not. It's got to be hard to monetize something that's been free for so long yeah. that it would kill it, right? Every time it ever happens, doesn't it kill the thing? I can't come up with an yes. example, but I know there are some. Well, that's why you got to make it a little different. Like this Patreon thing. People pay whatever, five bucks a month to like read your exclusive content or something like that. I don't know. Because, what's that? No, I don't have one. I don't have anything I'd put on there. Um, exactly. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. I'm a man of the people. It, but like, so like news, right, there has been free. And that's why it's, yeah, a certain type of people. It has been free online. And then they started trying to charge for it. And it hasn't worked very well. No one wants to go through a paywall. Denver Post is dying and everything. But before that, it wasn't free. Before that, you had to pay for it, before the internet. So it's kind of weird. But it's like anything else, though. It's easy to go down, mm -hmm. but it's hard to go up. Yeah. Right? So if, you're, if you have a job where you're, you're constrained by time, and yeah. then you start to be like a freelance guy, and now you're on your own time, you couldn't go back to being working for the man. It would be too right. hard. But right. you could go the other way. Yeah. Um, it would suck. So I think once you start giving something away for free, and then you go, okay, well, now we're going to start charging it because it's good. People, are, I think they would say no. Even a nominal fee, like iTunes makes it a dollar mm -hmm. or a dollar 30 or whatever it is for a song. Yeah. They had to figure out what the price point was of what will get people to stop stealing it. Uh, you, you still pirate shit? I did. Is that why you wear the eye patch? Oh, LimeWare. God, you got so many Napster. mislabeled songs. Yeah, think of the. <laughs> thinking Bob Seeger did Stairway to Heaven for like 20 years. Nope, not him. <laughs> How far would you go to save a dollar thirty? I mean, would you spend twenty minutes trying to download a song? Yeah, but there was no avenue back then to get it, right? Once they, once you could I, buy CDs. You could, and this, but it was fun to rip stuff because you could rip a whole bunch of things in an oh, afternoon. Yeah. But if they go, dude, it's a dollar. Just pay the dollar and do it the right way. I go, yeah, okay. No, yeah. because you just ripped 50 songs. You're not going to pay. Those songs weren't worth $50 for you in the first place, or you will have done it. Right. Well, how about if you say, well, I already own the CD. I'm just downloading it so it's on my computer. I already paid for it once. Why I got to pay for it it's, again? Yeah, it's so weird. So, sometimes when you buy a hard copy of something now, like if you buy an album, they'll send you a digital download code. Well, that's Which cool. makes sense. But like, time you bought a CD then. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, now you just pay for the streaming service, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Sam got a, a Did player. I mention I read? Yeah. <laughs> you're, a, you're a renaissance man, Sam. No, someone got me. My dad gave me this sweet uh, old stereo receiver and a pair of uh, old 
speakers that I had to like sand down and, and restand and everything. So then I was like, okay, now I need something to do with this. For the longest time, I was like, records are kind of cool, but it's so much work. That's why I didn't want to get them. And now I have it, and we do it sometimes. And sometimes we go Bluetooth into the bows, and then that's yeah. great too. <laughs> and you're smoking stuff, and you're reading. Like you are. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty. Our wives should not get am to know the Sam that well because yeah. they're going to want us to either be like him or just want to. Could you it. talk to my wife, please? Because I don't think she understands, like, you know, the How breadth you of are? what. Thank you. <laughs> I'm clean shaven today. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, Before we start right. talking about Wyoming and trucks and his ability to perform cunnilingus went from five minutes to twenty minutes. All right, uh, he's every woman's bestie. I like doing that though. Some guys, it turns out, don't. I like it. Do you, do you like, I do it? like it? Yeah, I, think I really it's enjoy great. it. Yeah. What do you fun. think? Cunnilingus. Ah, I love it. You too. like getting it, or you like? Some yeah. guys are like, I won't do it. I'm like, why would you not? It's ah, fun. Just dive in, buddy. My favorite thing about it is. Um, <laughs> That that it's purely about her. yeah it's yeah the, yeah it's the really other than a back rub which that could I, I get yeah. way more tired giving a back rub same than going yeah, down doing that to lead to the other part you're not doing it for the back rub body. that's true unless there's a legitimate knot which I fifty percent of the time is a fake anyway like, yeah oh yeah. I got a I got knot thing no, you don't. yeah yeah um, shut it but it's all about her and there's it's there's I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And the, the feedback usually is immediate. Like, you know True. when you've done a good job or when True. you're missing mightily. Yep. <laughs> like, what's the feedback? Usually standing ovation. Yeah. A lot of times you got like a knee to the side of the head, right? I like a written thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like profanity, honestly. Profanity is the best. Yeah, profanity if you, get, is good. if you could get, like, under the breath and, oh, fuck. That's how you, you know. that, you're yeah. like, that's a gold star. Nice. Yes. You, like, pump your fist. Yes. And you're free. What's hand? a yawn mean? <laughs> Yeah. Is that, is that good for you? You or her? Snoring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that means you. Does that mean you did a good job? Like, well, oh, yeah, yeah. You're so good. If there was an oh fuck followed by snoring, yeah. it was called climactic or climax, mm-hmm. if you will. But just a yawn and then snoring, not, that's not good? I don't know. I feel like that's when you got to sneeze and like wake her up. Because of hey, like uh, a hard. Uh, right? Yeah, right. That. <laughs> when I was a kid. When I was like a teenager, when my parents would try to get me up for school and I, I wouldn't wake up, my dad would come in my room and he would shuffle his feet on the carpet and touch my nose to get me out of bed. Oh, I feel like that's the same. That is that a was military the dad shocker. thing to do. The original shocker. Yeah. Then shocker became a whole new thing as I learned about Arizona State University. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. Fucking do you have dogs. any tricks you guys want to share with our audience about no. your. Uh, no, I, I've reached the end of my comfort talking about this. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Too much. All right, that's too far. I brought it up. I know. I think. Yeah. But you just want to tee it up. You didn't want to. Maybe that, yeah, that's kind of how I roll. Kind of a piece okay, of so shit we're like at that. Fire on the Mountain, uh, as usual, but they have a second location on Alameda. And as I was walking in, Jared and I had the same thought of, why didn't we go to the other oh, place? Oh, we should today? try that. Yeah, yeah. let's try that. Well, next time, let's, after this, let's schedule yep. on our phones uh-huh. uh, next month. Yeah, we'll yeah. just go ahead and schedule. And the, the fellow that took our order today said he's a huge podcast fan, so I'm hoping that he listens, mm-hmm. rates, and reviews. Maybe he gives us a free lunch. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Cheech. Whatever his name. We should have got his name. Should have got his name. Should have dropped his name. You know, you Bearded know. guy. Live and learn. Bearded guy. That narrows it down. James Hunt. Fire on the Mountain, Jer and Sam. God bless.